spaghetti with Brussels sprouts and Parmesan. Mmm, that is just one of the delicious new fall recipes I have discovered thanks to HelloFresh. Find out why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Get up to 14 free meals, including free shipping, when you use code FACE14 at HelloFresh.com slash FACE14. This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Face Podcast. Uh, I'm Jeff, Andrew, Gavin. It has been too fucking long since we recorded. Andrew, what's the RFA? <laughs> I didn't. Well, I didn't think this was going to be a show thing necessarily. I don't think it's that. I guess if it's interesting enough to talk. So it's hockey, so important. We're leading off no, the podcast. No, it's with just it. it was a funny. I love how petty the NHL can be and how dumb it is. There is a rule. So when you draft a player, right? They they immediately are on a rookie contract. You sign them to a rookie deal. There are limits to that. The first time a rookie finishes his rookie contract, he becomes a restricted free agent, meaning that any team in the league can offer him a contract, but if he accepts it, the team that drafted him has a week to match it. Mm-hmm. If they don't match it, the team that sent the contract steals the player and compensates the team with picks. That's what a basic RFA is. Now, that's a completely legal rule, but it's sort of an unwritten agreement between all of the general managers that nobody ever takes advantage of it because it only helps the players and it fucks each other over. It like increases their value. So from a cap perspective, they're like, we will not do this. If you want to negotiate long with your rookie coming off his deal, nobody will try to poach him. It happens very rarely. There's a time it happened where it almost caused a fist fight between two general managers. A few days ago, maybe like a week at this point, the Carolina Hurricanes sent an offer to a Montreal Canadiens player and he signed it. So it was a whole thing of like, this rarely happens. It was like a $6 million contract with a $20 signing bonus. And the reason why they did the $20 signing bonus is because a few years ago, the Canadians offer sheeted one of the Carolina Hurricanes players and his jersey number was 20. They did not forget. They held on to that for years. <laughs> and then at the first point in which they could get revenge, offer sheeted a guy with the same jersey number and a $20 signing bonus. There's no reason for it outside of just pure pettiness. That's what an RFA is. So it's like an FU. It was a total FU. It's an RFA FU. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's the, the very rare, rarely used RFA FU. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think they view all RFAs, FUs, <laughs> as like that's always an FU. There's no, I don't think there's been one that isn't an FU. That's fair. That was what I wanted to talk about. I don't know if that's, I didn't listen. Was that one of your five uh, things you have written down? Why do you think I have five things written down? Didn't you earlier say you had five bullet points to talk about? No, I never said that. Did you have five? Uh, I don't know. I haven't counted. I could have sworn when I came in before we started the podcast, I heard you say I have five things on my list to talk about today. No, I never said that. (laughs) Where did I hear that then? I have no idea. Eric, could Eric back me up? Eric was here. Eric's been here since the beginning. I mean, Nick is backing up Jeff. Oh, Nick is? I don't remember Andrew saying that he had five things, but for the sake of content, yeah, Andrew, you said that you had five things written down. Well, Nick has Maybe he had five things. Like, you you went to Scotland recently? Thank you. No. I knew it, Nick. Nick Nick says, I have five bullet points, ellipses. I knew it. I knew it. You definitely said that. I never... 
I never said I have five bullet points. That is Maybe not you said a thing you have five I would bullets. say. It feels oh. unnatural to say now. You, I don't think that's a thing I would say. I said I have five bullets. You said you have that's, five bullets. You yes, did say that, that was you have five bullets. That was in reference to a bet. That was my betting. Those oh. are my, yeah, that's, that's not conversational. I have five bullets for betting with. Oh, that's where the misunderstanding was. You know the common phrase, I have five bullets? I got five, I got five bullets. <laughs> I do. That's how I view it. I'm going to probably miss all five, but it's fine. It's a risky game of Russian roulette. Is it? Gavin. If you got five in the chamber? Well, it depends how many guns you're playing with. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm playing with 20 guns, it's a pretty good chance. Good odds. <laughs> wow, that turned around on me. I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> Gavin. Yeah. Welcome home, buddy. I've missed you so much. Don't ever leave me again. I've, I heard that you went jet skiing without me. I, well, I had to. What, yeah, what am true. I going to do? You're not in town. Uh, I, I do have a funny little story about that. And that is the thing we should talk about is between the time. How long has it been since we recorded, by the way? About three weeks. Three, it might as well be 15 years. It feels like over a month, but it, I guess it yeah. wasn't. It's been the longest three weeks of my life. And I made a point of, because I knew, Gavin, I knew you were going home to visit your family. And I wanted, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't want to like, I don't want to bug you with America. So I haven't talked to you at all in three it's weeks. True. I, I, you wanted time. I, I wanted you to have like unfiltered time with your family and your friends from England and not be reminded of all the dumbass. Well, you did. You uh, did check in once and that was very nice. But just the oh, one time. So yeah, I, I just said, hey, I hope you're doing well. I don't want to yeah. bother you. Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. did. But I wanted you to know I was thinking about you. Um, it was very how, nice. how was your vacation, man? Oh, it was so good. It was so nice to see the fam. And I feel yeah. very refreshed. I feel like being away from content and being away from being able to make it, like physically being blocked from making content, spurs a lot of uh, creative thoughts. So I feel very nicely refreshed. Dude, I'm glad to hear that. I, I, I don't want to speak for Andrew, but I feel like he and I have both been kind of pulling our hair out because there's so much to talk about and we keep having ideas and things we want to dive into and we just haven't been able to. And I've been like itching to get to this fucking podcast. I don't know about you, Andrew. <laughs> it's a really weird thing where I almost have it's I don't know how to describe it really. It's like there's so much to talk about. I'm scared we won't talk about any of it. Like there's so much I don't know how to sort through <laughs> what we should talk about. And in my head, there's a fear of there's actually nothing to talk about because there's so much to talk about. You're paralyzed by options. Yeah. You're wasting all of this time you could be talking about it by worrying about whether or not you're going to talk about it. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, we're, we're starting now, but I'm saying leading into this podcast, I had nerves going into this one. I haven't had like real anxiety about doing the show in quite a while. And I was, I was just sitting constantly thinking, do we have too much to talk about? Yeah, we in do. a sense that we won't cover any. I think there are two things. There are two things we could talk about, two major things that Andrew and I have been talking about that are in entire episodes by themselves. Okay, uh, and then I have a bunch of stuff written down, and I, Andrew, you have your five bullets, and then uh, I do. And Gavin, I assume you, you, with all of the creative juices, you've got a ton you want to talk about. So I actually have five. I have five bullet points. You have five <laughs> bullet points. <laughs> Let's How go. many guns Let's do you have? Let's hear number one. Oh, I feel like I need to. Oh, I've, uh, <laughs> okay. I didn't mean to put you on the spot by responding to the thing you said. I got really annoyed. <laughs> When I found this out, okay. Okay. How many episodes of the Jerry Springer show did they make? 700. Andrew, uh, guess? Oh, no, it's going to be way more than 700. Yeah, 10, that 000. thing, I feel like. Yeah, I'm going to say... I'm going to say 5,000 episodes. <laughs> oh, my God, Andrew. They yeah. made 4,969 episodes. Pretty wow. good. But yeah. why didn't they just stop at 5,000? It's insanity. I read that and got really annoyed at the Jerry Springer show. 
I mean, it was a terrible, shitty show for, for like decades. <laughs> but why didn't they just finish out a nice I... round 5,000 shows and then stop? <laughs> They're going to stop like 30 episodes short? Mental. Are there, is there a uh, 5,000 club that they could have joined? Ooh, oh, I don't know. I That's bet a there great is. Question. There's got to be a 5,000 club. I feel like he stopped because it just probably was like all his soul th that could take, like all of his soul was gone at that point. Like he was just morally beaten down. Like people were probably saying like, we could get the 5,000. We're so close. It's such a great number. And he's just like, I can't do it anymore. There's only so much I can handle. <laughs> he probably just felt morally bankrupt about yeah. profiting off the people on the poverty line for 20 years. Or he woke up every morning and rolled through his mansion of money to his car and thought, why the fuck am I getting in the car and going to work when I, I don't have any room for all the money that I have? I do you think it was sort of like and I, I didn't watch the Springer show regularly. I feel like it's sort of the same episode every single time. Is it like living in a Groundhog Day scenario? You think making that? Yeah, show? I, I bet Maybe that could have been a loop. He must have said someone's name and then watched that person walk out and slap the shit out of someone sat in a chair a thousand times. How often yeah. did that happen? It seems like it was... It feels like that's all that show. It would be like if somebody just walked into this show and said, what's a condiment and left, and that was their job. <laughs> like, it was just, they're instigating for no reason. That's all they have to say. It's That was what he did. All he did was instigate for 4,962 episodes of Chefs. An impressive run. He also gave his like his final thoughts, you know, where he tied it all together <laughs> and taught a and taught a moral lesson at the end, you know, when he just sits there on his chair and his like director's chair and addresses the audience. I wonder if with with five thousand episodes to look through, almost could you base your life on only Jerry Springer's final thoughts? Can you just take all of his values <laughs> and base a living around it? If, if Jerry book. Springer didn't mention it, you can't do it. I'm guessing that there's probably a book. I bet there's a Jer <laughs> Jerry Springer, like my thoughts book that you could use as a, like a, a thought Bible for that. purpose. I want like an episode breakdown book. Like it's just a fully every episode written down and him giving little notes about each show. Just a giant encyclopedia sized thing of trash. Hey, man, I don't know if you've I don't know if you checked the trash lately, but Eric's got some conflicting information. He's posting. interesting. Ooh. Guiding light. Fifteen thousand episodes. Oprah Winfrey show. Forty five hundred. Jerry Springer show. Five thousand and eighty four. Interesting. Because on, on the Jerry Springer show Wikipedia page, it's listed as forty nine hundred and sixty nine. I wonder if they roll in some of the Steve show in that potentially. What's the Steve show? Well, you know, that cop that was like the security guy. Yeah, he they spun him off into his own show produced by the same company that was wait the of, security was like guy was the, a cop. He was a retired Chicago police officer. Yeah, shouldn't he, he have just uh, arrested everyone that came out? And well, I think he was retired. <laughs> I think he was retired <laughs> at that point. But yeah, he eventually I don't remember his last name, but he eventually had his own show. Steve from Jerry Springer. Interesting. Did that, Steve. What was like the most escalated thing that happened on that show? Like, remember how the host of Cheaters got stabbed? I think that was fake, but... <laughs> Steve like, Wilkos, what was, that's it. Did Jerry Springer ever get stabbed? Like, what's the closest to I an think escalation? Got I think, uh, what was it, Geraldo got his nose caved in by a chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened? To, what, like somebody threw a chair at him or hit him with yeah. a chair? <laughs> I, it was just like a big brawl. I think uh, there may have been some white supremacists involved and someone chucked a chair oh. or something. Interesting. <laughs> interesting times for television <laughs> dude and before that you don't like the 
that was that that generation's version of that show. Before that, there was a guy named Morton Downey Jr. who was like the prototype for what Jerry Springer became. And I think the Morton Downey Jr. show was actually more hardcore. There's a is there <laughs> just like a large percentage of Downey Juniors? Steve, well, you well, don't he, you don't hear a lot of juniors, but if your surname is Downey, it's likely that there'll be a junior. I think it's a requirement. Yeah, yeah. You know, I never thought about that, but you are right. I don't know a lot of other multiple juniors. I don't either. Yeah, I can't name any. Maybe the comment leavers have some. Yeah. That come to mind. All right. Well, that was one bullet point down, Gavin. What's next? No, I'm passing it over to you guys. I'm gonna <laughs> okay, do I got list. a bullet point. I got a Gavin <laughs> bullet point that I feel like... I feel like this is the thing we talked about. I learned about this last night. This is very exciting. I don't know how many... I have a feeling that a lot of people will know this. I did not realize this. <laughs> At one point, Gavin, I feel like you asked me... What is the most common thing I don't know? Or like, what is yeah. the most? Yeah. Yeah. I learned last night. I had no idea that this was a thing. If oh, you so hold excited. down shift, if you hold shift down, it capitalizes your letters. I had no idea. Oh, I thought you were going to go. That right. That one is mental because I had no idea. I've been caps locking my whole life. You've been caps locking a single letter at a time and then uncaps locking? Every, yeah, every time. Yeah, I would have issues sometimes. Oh One of my, my, my God, biggest annoyances is when, because I don't look when I, I type, is if I screw up the caps lock combination where I make all the little letters big and the no. big letters small because I'm caps locking. Yeah, I had no idea. I didn't know you could do those shift. But when you're typing on a phone and you put like a full stop and then you start typing again, it automatically shifts to uppercase. Like, what did you think that was doing? The shift like lights up. I just assumed that like it knew first letter of the sentence. <sighs> like once I put a period. Oh my god! That it would uh, then just automatically capitalize for you. I didn't like. I never paid attention to the function on the keyboard. I also don't know if that's true. So how did you get to the 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 symbols? You were shifting like shifting numbers to get symbols, right? Yeah, I shift for symbols, but that's all I use the shift for. I'm not a big shift <laughs> user. I, I don't use the shift regular. But you shift for symbols, and every time you hit the shift key for symbols, it changes everything to caps. You never noticed that? I don't know what that means. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I've okay. never tried to type in a letter while holding shift. Never. <laughs> if, I'm, I, if I'm putting a symbol in, I'm holding the shift for the symbol, then releasing the shift. The reason I had like kind of a flat reaction to that, I thought that it was going to continue. Like, did you know that if you held shift and pressed X or whatever, that yeah. this happened? you just ended it if you held shift, it capitalized the yeah, letter. Yeah, I, I did. You're basically know. you just ended it with like, did you guys know shift? Yeah. <laughs> how? I just didn't. I didn't know. Like, well, I think Eric even taught me that shift is how you drop down without hitting submit. Like, if you hold shift and enter, it'll drop down on the thing. I didn't know that. I never hit shift. Outside of making symbols. Shift is God the symbol damn. key to me. I felt, I felt dumb the other day because my girlfriend taught me that if you hold the space bar down on your iPhone when you're typing, you can then move your cursor to anywhere within the, within the text so you can edit much faster. And I thought, how have I been doing this wrong all these years? How much of my life have I wasted on my iPhone uh, trying to like precisely get to where I needed to fix a letter? And... You just made me feel like I felt so dumb. You've made me feel so much smarter. I really, I got to thank you, actually. I just wasn't aware. I don't know if it's a dumb thing. I just mm. didn't know. Nobody told me. I missed well, that. Who, who taught you keyboard. a keyboard? That was in school. I was taught how to type in school. I, I, I would love to see the first time you typed. And I bet it was something as simple as 
I bet it was a classic butterfly flapping its wings out a window and you just zoned out for like six <laughs> seconds, looked at a butterfly and then didn't hear the shift yeah. bit. And then you lived the rest of your life incredibly inefficiently. I bet this is exactly like how I switched math classes in the third grade for one week and I missed Roman numerals. And now, you know, 46 years into my life, I still don't know Roman numerals. I bet you called in sick that day. Maybe you had a tummy ache or whatever on shift day and you were just fucked for the rest of your life. That's actually not your fault. I feel bad for you. I missed missed, uh, the first two lessons of French that I had. So I missed numbers and letters. Absolutely (laughs) screwed me for the rest of the whole year. I I don't know anything. Those are the two keys to French, number <laughs> 11. <laughs> Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like checking in your baggage at the airport without a lock. You think your stuff is kept private, but you never know who's going through your underwear or your online receipts to see what kind of collectible items you've been buying. Maybe it's in the spoon or thimble realm. Uh, Wouldn't know if it was me, though, because I keep that shit locked down with ExpressVPN. When you go online without a VPN, internet service providers can see every single spoon you look at and browse. They can legally sell your thimble shopping information without your consent to ad companies or tech giants or unscrupulous thimble dealers who then use that data to target you. Browse more anonymously with your ExpressVPN so ISPs can't see this incredibly important private online activity. Your data is anonymized by a secure VPN server, so it could be spoons, it could be dog houses, maybe you're buying diatomaceous dirt. I don't know. Neither do they, because your data is encrypted for maximum protection. It's also easy to use, so fire up the app and click one button. And it works on phones, laptops, even routers, so everybody on your Wi-Fi can be protected. You know why it's important to me? Because I got stuff I'm buying and I don't want you to know about it. It's a cutthroat, dog-eat-dog world collectible spoon market out there. And I I, I cannot have my data. I cannot have the, the, uh, the intricacies of the wheeling and the dealing that I do. Uh, on the spoon market, I can't have it leaked. I can't have it out there. I can't have people seeing it. It's uh, these are these are trade secrets that I have uh, in terms of buying low and selling high, and it's none of your business. It is mine. That's why you should go to expressvpn.com/face to get three extra months free on a one-year package. Secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com/face today. That is e x p r e s s v p n dot com slash face and you can get an extra three months for free that's a different podcast uh not a rich teeth podcast expressvpn.com slash face apologies to bill burr for stealing his free hey bud it's me jeff i'm here to talk to you about toilets and toilet accessories that's right it's the tushy modern bidet attachment you have heard us here at face talk about our bidets Uh, Ad nauseum. And I'll tell you why. It's because we're bidet believers. It's because we're sold on the concept. We like to wash away the messiest poops and leave our little buttholes pristine and clean and ready to go. Is your butt clean enough to sit on a couch naked? Mine is. Go get it. As a matter of fact, I didn't used to sleep naked. And now that I have a tushy, I used to sleep in underwear. Now that, or, or like a jammy pants. But now that I have a bidet, I uh I sleep in the nude. I, I I sleep commando, and I don't worry at all that I'm gonna wake up uh covered in filth because I don't. It, it doesn't happen. 
because I know that when I use my bidet and I put my little head on that pillow and my little uh, my little butt cheeks on the bed, I'm going to sleep sound and wake up clean. All thanks to Tushy, the modern bidet for people who poop. Just poop, wash, and pat dry. But don't trust my word for it. Trust my word for it. It washes your bum with water, which makes it's infinitely cleaner than toilet paper, and there's no little, uh, you know, residue, as it were. Uh, it's less irritating to wash with water, and it's super soothing for your butthole. It's like a little butthole massage every time. It's like a little water butt massage. It's easy to install and attaches to your toilet in under 10 minutes without electricity or plumbing needed. Thanks, because I'm not an electrician, and I'm definitely not a plumber. And using a Tushy bidet reduces your toilet paper usage by 80%. And that saves you money. And it means it's eco-friendly. And hey, it's stylish to boot. We don't have to live ugly. We can live stylish. Start washing with a Tushy bidet for a better clean. Go to hellotushy.com face to get 10% off plus free shipping. This is a special offer for our listeners at hellotushy.com face for 10% off. After you buy and install your Tushy, show it off. Tag us at hellotushy.com on Instagram. You uh, weren't there for the last break shit we did, Gavin. I felt incredibly stupid because we were opening football cards. And uh, either Jeff or Eric, I think Jeff said, what's LVI? And he meant Roman numerals. In my head, I was thinking like MVP, like it stood for something. Oh. So I was like, least valuable information. Or like, I, I replied it in a word <laughs> sense. And they're like, it's Roman. It's Roman numerals. I felt what, is, uh, is L50? Was that, uh, yes. Was that 56 LVI? I don't know. I have no idea. I know it's not least valuable information. I know I, we covered it in the break show, which, by the way, we did a break show without you. It, it wasn't the same without you. We missed you, but it was still a fun time. We did. Well, I'll be there for the next one. You also could have waited two days and I would have been back, but that's fine. Well, we couldn't, <laughs> uh, which we should get to at some point. One of the things we need to talk about is from that break show, and it includes you, whether you want it to or not. OK, vote, we, we picked for you. I hate I hate his pick. And I hate what has transpired since his pick. He I hate is going to fucking know win, about it. He's going to win. Gavin has no it's idea. It's the most he's Gavin win. thing of all time. Yeah. Uh, everyone's been asking me about this. Jack's like, oh, what's this stuff about this bet? And Eric was asking me something about it yesterday. I don't know what anyone is talking about. And it's weird that I'm involved. So what's what happened? <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to go to Vegas in a couple weeks uh, and I'm going to place my bet. And I'm going to place your bet for you as well, just so that you get taken care of. But I'm not going to Vegas. I mean, you can go to Vegas if you want to, but I'm just saying, if you don't, I'm going to already be there, so I'm gonna, I'll place your bet for you if you need. We should probably explain <laughs> everything so he knows what explain we're Explain something. About. Explain anything. If we do, this is the rest of the episode. <laughs> you think so? I don't know, man. Maybe. Uh, yeah, let, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's go for it. Andrew, this is you. Okay, so Jeff and I talked about in the past before, even before Face, doing this idea where we were going to use spells on NBA players and then make bets based off of the spells that we sent towards the player. There are different versions of this idea. We're at one point going to have like a sorcery battle between the, the Wizards and the Magic, which are two different NBA teams. Have a battle of like magic between them. Um, this feels like French again. I feel like I've missed the letters and the numbers. What the hell are you talking All about? All right, so there, there's okay. an NBA team called the Wizards. There's an NBA team oh. called the Orlando Magic. We think it's funny that they both had magic-based names, so we thought, <laughs> what if we hired uh, like voodoo practitioners and magicians and uh, like, this is like brujeria people, and we had them 
place spells and curses on players and, and well at, at different times it definitely leaned into the curse uh <laughs> we we've we've posited it up because we don't want to get sued but uh we definitely had a had a period where we were gonna like hex players and shit and see if we could affect the outcome of a game andrew would be one of the teams i'd be the other and we would duel with magic so what the origin <laughs> of this thought was I was thinking about how when athletes are successful in things, like whether it be, you hear it a lot in combat sports, but you hear it in all sports, they'll be like, I just, I want to thank God or Jesus for that. And then I thought, I've never heard a player on the losing side say like, they had God on their side, like Jesus blocked my three-point attempt. I don't know what you want from me. I made a great shot. Oh, you're saying like they only thanked God and Jesus, They only Nobody blames Jesus for their loss. (laughs) Only people like support and like, I want to thank God for this knockout. It's like God God had a role in me getting knocked out. What am I supposed to do about that? That's a great point. Where the hell was Jesus back there? God gets all of the credit and none of the blame. And apparently if everybody does it for God, at least half of the people competing, God is betting against. That's an excellent way to look at it. Yeah, well, that's that was the starting point, which then escalated to, I've never heard a player be like, I want to thank all the spells I cast on myself this yeah. offseason. Like, I didn't train. I did very little working out. I didn't practice. I just cast a bunch of magic on me. It's working out great. This is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I want to thank the hoodoo practitioner who, uh, who placed the seven spells that, yeah, that helped me win. <laughs> So we have escalated this to the NFL season is about to start, and we thought it would be great to pick rookies for winning rookie of the year, make rookie of the year bets, and then use magic on the people that we pick. (laughs) Jeff was opening a a box of college trading cards, which I greatly misunderstood what they were. I thought they'd all be college players from the previous season, not just a bunch of players that played in college. (laughs) I thought that was a weird box, like the amount of players we got from the previous season. Yeah, that's how they all work. The collegiate packs. Yeah, Yeah. it's just it's it's unfortunate. But we got all these cards and we had essentially everybody that we wanted on this list. And we drew a card for you, Gavin. So you have a horse in this race. You have a did I get a good one? (laughs) Well, well, that's the thing. Let's talk about that. So it had the 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 one stipulation is it had to be an it had to be uh, uh, a, a, what's the word I'm looking for? An underdog, right? An underdog, it had to yep. be somebody who's not slated to win Rookie of the Year. That's definitely Trevor Lawrence, or I can't remember the guy right behind him. So I picked a guy named Najee Harris, who uh, played at the University of Alabama, which is why I picked him. Andrew, who did you pick? I picked Justin Fields. Who's and, a quarterback. Uh, who's a quarterback, yeah. And for you, Gavin, we picked another underdog. We picked a guy named uh, Mac Jones, who is the he was drafted by the Patriots to be their potentially their new future quarterback. However, the Patriots had a, a very high profile quarterback step in after uh, Tom Brady left. And uh, so he was Mac Jones. It didn't look like he was going to start uh, or get a lot of playtime because of this guy. Cam Cam uh, Newton is uh, like a world class or at times has been a world class, like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, very talented dude, has had some troubles the last few years. Uh, and then in a big, big, big surprise on Monday or Tuesday, they cut that dude, and Mac Jones is now the quarterback for the Patriots. So your rookie oh, is now shit. running the show, dude. I'm in. In the week since we picked, I think he was like the fifth most likely, like he was a pretty big underdog for winning rookie of the year. Since that time, he has now switched to be the favorite since the declaration. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. 
every time I read a story about a rookie, like the Jaguars had one of their rookies get hurt, and I was immediately suspicious that we have somehow caused this, that there's dark magic out there that people are using. We're I feel only like using people are positive sending spells magic. to you. Yeah. I know we are. We're only endorsing positive magic. You don't know what's going on out there. Yeah. We have no control over that. <laughs> I'm just imagining that Quidditch scene in the first Harry Potter movie. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations, Gavin. Uh, everything is coming up you right now. That's awesome. I'm so excited. I made a huge bet on Justin Fields, and then the next day, they're like, Mac Jones is starting for the Patriots. That's a good name, too. Mac Jones. Also an Alabama alum, so you, uh, you're swimming. we're swimming in the same wake, which is nice. All right. Now you just have to figure out what magic you're going to do over the course of the next six months, five months, however long the NFL <laughs> season is, to secure your Rookie of the Year victory. Or, or you know, or, yeah. hire somebody. Yeah. Figure out someone who knows what they're doing. You live in Austin. There's a lot of magic in Austin, dude. I can take you to some places. <laughs> I feel like I need to buy crystals. That's yeah. the thing, right? That's like a good... That's a, oh, yeah. That's a spell. Yeah. Crystals. There's a crystal store in Austin. The one that says this place rocks or something. Was it sound? Yeah. Na- Nature's Treasures. That thing, it's yeah. like the crystal and rock store, <laughs> it's dude. That huge. Huge. And they it's so always packed. It is always packed. Can I... So if I go to a fortune teller, they can only tell my fortune, right? That's the deal with those. I think those are the rules. Is that true, though? Huh. Is that like a governing rule? I think it might just depend on their abilities. Well, I think it has to be related to you somehow. You can't just ask about like well, the, it's the president's fortune. That's why, that's it's related to him now. I mean, he is now he and Justin Fields are are cosmically tied for uh, the next few months. If I go to like six fortune tellers and ask who the rookie of the year is going to be for the, the upcoming NFL season, I wonder what would be said. Huh. Like that should have been a factor. I should have, you gonna thought, give... I should have done more prep work. I should have. <laughs> are you going to give this person multiple choice or are they going to have to just pluck a name? They're going to have to tell me who's going to win. I'm not going to give them multiple choice. I want to see what, the, what the universe has to the, say. What are the chances that any one of them can give you a name of someone who even has anything to do with that sport? That's on them. <laughs> you think you think it's gonna be like an eight ball thing where it's like my vision is blurry on this like I can't quite I see a jersey the name's kind of blurry I don't know who it is I'm sorry I can't help you <laughs> someone who's gonna wear a jersey <laughs> that's an interest I should do that I just I wonder yeah pay some scammers do it it's in yeah. it's it's within the exactly. spirit of the of the competition I think you should I think you should explore we should all explore all available options if we want to if we want to win this thing. The problem is, is actually I've, I've already made a pretty big bet on Justin Fields winning. So I feel like if I spend money to learn that the opinion is not Justin Fields, then I've just wasted more money to confirm that. Yeah, I you've know. wasted money knowing or well, finding out that you've wasted money, basically. Hey, Gav, real yeah. quick. Can, can you just say Mac Jones? Mac Jones. Is that good, Eric? Is that a good take? You another take? Oh, no. I, yeah, you can. If you want to give me another one, that's good. I, that, I mean, that's the whole reason that I picked him for you is I just thought like. Everyone has like these other ones, and it's just Mac Jones feels like a very Gavin name for me. Wow, that was that was something. You want to try that again? <clears throat> Mac Jones. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm very That's impressed. Good. <laughs> it's like, wait, who who said that, Gavin? Who said that, Gavin or Eric? <laughs> I'm excited about me and Mac Jones. I think we'll be. Uh, <laughs> that will go far. I hate. It's just so you. I like that when it comes to gambling, all you've ever done is fuck me. And then you, you get Mac Jones and it's just he's the starter the next day. I, I think the natural progression off of us breaking shit occasionally 
is, and I don't know the legality of this, I want an Andrew gambling show. I just want to watch mm. you lose money. <laughs> I think that's really good. <laughs> Speaking of Andrew gambling and an Andrew gambling show, there's an excellent point for me to, to mention that I have my, my foot, I'm using it as a footrest right now, is the mini uh. roulette machine I bought for you guys. The Ooh, little mini oh. roulette wheel. So that would be perfect for Andrew's gambling show. Andrew was sending me videos of people losing a... Was it Blackjack you were sending Yeah, me? it was Blackjack. Yep. Yeah, and uh, fascinating. People just losing 10 grand in one go and their reactions to it. Oh, I think that'd be great for Andrew. Here, I'll show you a thing I bought. Jeff, you bought the roulette wheel for us. <laughs> yes, I did. I went through a bad run. I've just... I've, I've, I no longer trust myself to make decisions. I've lost that right. I need to regain that privilege again. Uh, so I bought I bought this. I've just been using this whenever I'm like unsure oh. on what I should do about something. A little that's, bingo that's my, globe. Oh, it's pretty big. It's it's maybe bigger than it looks. It's uh yeah. So I'll just be like, <laughs> I'll be if I want to do something, I just assign numbers to it and then draw. That's how I make the choices now because I'm incapable. Are you ever like, how many chicken nuggets do I want today? Oh, yeah, fourteen. Okay. No, no, no! Oh, I don't do it like that. I'll be Damn like, it. I'll be, I'll be like, okay. I'm not sure. Do I want, do I want a ten piece? Do I want a twenty piece? If it lands between one and twenty nine, I'll get the ten. If it's above <laughs> that, I'll go with the twenty. I just have split everything. I'm terrible at making choices. I'll do the thing where I'll like be on Netflix for hours just scrolling. No more. I'll have five movies on a list. I'll drop from the machine. I've solved so many issues with my life because of this machine. But do you ever go against what the machine tells you? Like never. You You cannot go against the machine. (laughs) It has one rule that you must obey the machine. At the point I disobey the machine, what am I even doing? There's no point. So, uh, what what decisions are you putting into this? Because surely not every decision. Some decisions, no, you have to make yourself. No, if there, if it's like if I'm on the fence about something, or if I want to do something, but deep down I think actually that's a bad idea, then I go to the machine to see if it will validate my bad choice. So what was the most recent one? Yeah, there you go. Uh, the most recent one was uh, deciding where I was going to order dinner from last night. It was the last time I used the machine. What were the options? I got Chinese. Okay. Uh, Chinese, you? pizza. I could have got sushi. I had a whole thing. I didn't know what I wanted. So what I, number I used did the machine. You, what number did you draw that gave you Chinese? 17. Was, was it 17. Good? It was delicious. I got the fried rice. It was wonderful. Great time. <laughs> you want to, hey, you want to, let's see. Gavin, think of a number. Think of a number right now. One in 60. One in 60. There's 60 balls in this machine. Got it. I got it. Here's the thing. I think there are 60. When I moved it over there, I made a mistake and all the balls fell onto the floor and (laughs) shot everywhere. And it's possible there are some behind my fridge. I do not know. I do not know if all 60 are in there at this point. I feel like you've, you've misbalanced the decisions in your life because some balls fell under the fridge. It, it was like a, a mistake where there were two balls in the chamber, and I thought, oh, I can't get those out. I'll just lift the lid and put my hand in, and it was tired. I wasn't thinking. I just lifted it, and they all fell on the floor. It was how, a mess. Do get, how do you get them out through the top? No, okay, so do you see the chamber on the right? They bounce into there, and then the sensor above detects, oh, there's the ball, and it stops spinning. Oh, but if so I hold it, it can just keep going. That sensor. Oh. Yes. So then oh. I push the green button, and a little panel moves, and the ball drops down the chute and into the hole. And then the, that's how that works. Do you want? Okay, so you think of a number. Let's see. Let's see how lucky this is. Well, do I tell you the number or what? Uh, I'm not sure. No, you think. You know what? You think. You keep it in your head. We'll okay. try right now. It's also very loud. I'm gonna warn you. Why don't it's I type it into Discord loud. once yeah. you've pulled the number? Okay, I'm pulling it right now. I'm not gonna be able to see my screen, so I won't see your Discord post. Are you ready? 
I'm yeah. going to warn people. This is very loud. Yep. Also, the machine is broken. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sounds like a wall falling down. Okay. We got a number? 43. 43? 43. That was close. Mm. What was it? What was your number? 54. That was actually pretty close. That was like my Springer fake number class. We should, uh, you know how there was that idea that we never followed through with where, Andrew, you could only grocery shop on end caps at the grocery store? Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> Which like I still, think, still think, no, well, that sounds great, too. I think there's a lot we can do with this machine. Uh, I'm yeah. very excited about the possibilities. But in the short term, it might be funny for you just to take a week or a couple days where you every decision in your life has to be made with that machine. Like, what shirt do I put on today? I love the idea of gamifying. Am I going to leave the house? Gamifying your whole life is so funny. Yeah. That is, so, before I bought the machine, Gavin and I had a conversation about, like, making all your choices just be random, mm -hmm. uh, not up to you. You have to draw a line on questions. Because, <laughs> like, technically everything becomes a, you have to make a choice. You're making a choice in ways you don't necessarily yeah well, that's like, how we we clarify that you're gonna have to make some yourself because otherwise you could just say like oh should i record f face today and then suddenly you don't show up because the yeah. balls told you not to yeah or it could be you know a, a, an issue of do i i need the shit do i use a toilet like everything yeah. if you make everything I, a choice i think i used the example should i wipe my ass and you were just like yeah. that's ridiculous of course i'm wiping my ass so yeah so i think it has to be that's the kind of code i'm living by it's things that I either want to do, but also part of me is saying you don't don't do that. Yeah, I think you could, just, you could be I'm more honestly, like, I think I have to shit. Do I do I shit now or wait fifteen minutes? Do I shit now or later? Not like yeah, do so I it's use more, toilet it's more to paper? Fix, it's more to fix indecision than yeah. Uh, yes, big that's a great way to days. phrase it. I don't feel like once again though the fifteen minute thing. Are you asking me to shit myself? Like it depends on the situation. Do I have fifteen minutes when I'm making that question, or is that a question I'm asking when I have more than fifteen minutes to? Hold? I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking about my life. Uh, very often, I'll think like, do I have time to take a shit right now, or do I feel like taking a shit? Because I can hold it a couple. Yeah, it'd be easier just to hold it and do it later. Like I don't know. It's oh, one really? of those I feel like if I need a shit, I just go and have one. Mm, it depends on for for me. I can I I can chamber my shits pretty long. I can't do that with pee, uh, but definitely <laughs> with poop. <laughs> a shit in the chamber is such a great combination of words <laughs> do you find do you feel like you have two chambers <laughs> how do you i've mean? got two shit chambers <laughs> like somehow cars have a reserve gas tank yeah i got two okay like i can sit down and do a poo and it's done i could just wipe and get up or i could do that and then wait about five minutes and then round two comes oh yeah yeah and it, and it it just buys me more time between now and the next poo if I get both chambers empty. I feel like that second, if I, let's say I do that, right? I take a shit, and then I eat something like a McDonald's burger, the <laughs> cavalry is coming within 15 minutes. <laughs> it's quick. Like, that like it's is... Gonna, it's gonna push down the next, the next yeah, chamber. Yeah, I don't... It's truly like a magic trick within itself. I don't know how to explain it, but they're like when I eat fast food, certain fast food, <laughs> the cavalry will come. I yeah. didn't know that anyone sent the memo out, but we're going back. It's a round two. We're immediately so, headed back to the... I have, a, I have a similar thing where I drink iced coffee or cold brew pretty constantly, like, mm -hmm. like you know, like water. And uh, that's at least there's a, you get at least one shit per cup of iced coffee. So it's like there's some days where you take like it's just like you just taking you just going back and forth from the fridge to get more iced coffee to the toilet. It's a pretty constant stream. I forgot about uh, dumping in England because it's different, like different food, different diet. 
it really it dwindles down to a, I think I could I was going like once every couple of days, whereas here it's like probably twice a day, mm-hmm. and and I I love it. I love having an anus that hasn't been used <laughs> in a day. <laughs> it feels what nice. Well, thing. why don't why don't you just try to adopt your British bland no taste food diet? <laughs> Like the only reason oh. you shit more in America is because you have better options. I don't. I don't know if that's true. You you, you, you should think, test this. You think if there was a Franklin barbecue in, in next to your house in <laughs> Oxfordshire, you wouldn't eat there constantly? How am I going to test this, Andrew? What do you mean I'm going to test this? Well, you just you get the same. You make the same food. So you eat the same food. You eat the diet you had when you were in England for like a week. And see I have what to happens. import all my meals from England. It's different shit. It's different ingredients. Different sources. There's not. It's not like sugar in the bread and stuff. I got you. You're being ridiculous. Yeah, but that's what expats do. You managed to get the your hands on Branston pickle. That wasn't so hard. Yeah, I got yeah. fucking multiple cans of salad cream. I like that Gavin's like, I have to eat Wonder Bread when I'm here. I have no choice. It's a yeah. lie. I can no, only have this stuff, one type of sugary bread. The stuff on the British Isle is the stuff that keeps, like the stuff in a jar, like pickled crap and baked beans. They're not, not like shipping salad and milk and bread and stuff over. What the fuck do you mean? You get let you make the salad. <laughs> so you, like, what's that saying? Mean? You're saying British cows make milk that makes you <laughs> shit less Maybe. than American cows. <laughs> That's what you're saying. No, I'm not saying it's specific to milk, but I mean, they certainly eat different grass and it's different tasting. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like salad was a really weird choice mm-hmm. by you. And I was picking something point. that's not going to last. This American it. salad be making me shit like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no one has ever said that. Ever. <laughs> Until this moment. Well, I can't, I truly, I don't, I can't identify the individual different things that make me poop twice a day here and poop once every four days in, in England. Or two, four days Gavin, two. we have had this conversation 20 times over the course of our friendship, and it always boils down to the, you like the food in America, you have more options that are more exciting to you, that are worse for you, and you can't control yourself in America. And in England, the, you, there's less to eat, so you just eat. You make your own pasta all day, all, all night long, and that's what you eat. And then you never shit. I don't think... Okay, I'm going to try this the next week. <laughs> ne- starting next week, I'm going to try and eat stuff that causes me to shit once every two days. But I okay. don't think I could do it. it. With the whole of H-E-B, I don't think I could do it. You're acting like shepherd's pie is the most exotic <laughs> dish yeah. that is you cannot access. They don't have the technology to make shepherd's pie and anywhere else. <laughs> These are the yeah. Just I need my non-shitting British crisps. <laughs> the American crisps they're, they're ripping my asshole apart. I'd love to hear from comment leavers who have spent significant time between these two countries because I, I'm not making it up. I, it's nobody thinks you're making it up. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? We don't think it, we just don't think it's insane. the quality of the food. We think you eat shitty food in America because there's a <laughs> lot of shitty because Austin is a shitty food town. It is a foodie town. Do you think you could do it? Do you think you could eat, <laughs> eat next week and shit once every two days? I don't know. I've never had that experience. I'm not it's like a weird thing to say. Uh, what do you mean? Do you think I could do yeah. it? Do you th- can I only shit once every two days? Is that what you're asking? Is that the question? Yeah, if you could if you could change your diet to achieve that. Well, hold on, Andrew. Yeah. How often? What do you? How often do you shit every day? I feel, yeah, well, definitely every day. How, how many? T- how many poops a day once. do you have? 
I probably once, I'd say. Okay, you average once a day. Gavin, what you currently, American Gavin, you average what, twice a day, you said? Between one and two, but definitely one. I would say I'm between two and four a day, probably. <laughs> oh, Jesus I'm exceptionally healthy. It's the more you shit, the better off you are. It's good for you. Is that true? Uh, Wait. Oh, yeah. Big time. I think that yeah. just means you have, you're having as much uh, coffee no, it's as like, you should be having water. It's like, it's like, you're, I'm running, it's like you're running <laughs> shit drills. I'm just getting better. It's better and better. Running shit drills because you always got a can of corporal in your hand. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. I feel like you just made a 15-minute argument that the reason why Gavin shits more is because he eats shittier food, and then you're like, I have four shits because I'm so healthy. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, you know, I got to defend myself here. Also, I am also full of shit. Dude, I've also got, I also, I also, I'm an anomaly. I'm different because I have to take medicine to make me shit or I'll die because I have, that, I have that disease. So I have to, every night of my life, I have to drink Miralax, which then makes me shit my brains out gently, I, I might add. Uh, so I, you know, it's oh, like, I, I, had, I, the amount of Miralax I go through is <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. Well, that explains the four days sometimes. It's, I'd like it not to turn it turns. into a full shit podcast yeah. like we've had before but what what's uh nick and eric's averages while we've got them here oh that's a great question once every other day every other day whoa you're on the english way how'd you do it i uh don't i mean i don't think i eat too too much so that's probably it <laughs> i think it's just probably less food <laughs> just, i think it's just, it's just less a quantity food. thing and nick, not, what are you shitting man once a day yeah what you, like so wait yeah but, you, but i just have like lunch and dinner are you just having lunch? Uh, I mean, it's like, it kind of like eating, like grazing kind of like throughout the day, but nothing's like a huge meal typically. How about this? <laughs> Eric, what is your, what's on the menu for today? What is your, like, what will you eat from start to finish today? Uh, I had a banana. Mm -hmm. I had broccoli, brown rice, and chicken. I'll probably have like steak and maybe a quesadilla something to like for dinner it, but like all of these are smaller so throughout the day i'll have some pineapple or watermelon or something like that mm. that's probably what i'll have typically damn how yeah. about you gav moderately what, healthy what is your average day uh, like you said you only eat lunch and dinner so what'd you have for lunch today and what are you gonna have for dinner tonight I, I didn't mean hmm. to stump you. I'm sorry. If that was too hard of a question to answer. <laughs> I don't want to grind the podcast to a halt or anything. We can move on. I was thinking about what I had today. I had a, I had a smoothie. I had a smoothie for lunch. Okay. Uh, and I had a okay. nana uh, about 11. Don't know what I'm going to have tonight. I don't want to, like, as you haven't said, I don't want to make this too gross, but I have a question of, are all shits equal? No. Is there, like, the equivalent? How do you measure... Are we doing... Ha like, is there a bunt of the shitting world? Like, what is the half... Is that where you hold out a baseball bat to shit? Yeah, yeah, where, like, it bounces. Yeah, when you're in your... I still honestly don't know how the bat knobs work. We haven't even touched on those, but I'm still oh, confused I, about that I, process. I, I got an update. Um, we gotta have the bat knob update. <laughs> I just mean, like, is every time you sit on a toilet and shit comes out, is that a shit? Because there's yeah, I think different... If you, gotta, if you need to wipe, you've taken a shit. <laughs> I just... Okay, but I just feel like that scale isn't fair. Because there's massive... Because I feel like that... Well, you're just going to sit down and shit like one Malteser and then you're done? Well, I'm saying that can happen. Think about the fishing world, okay? If I fucking full... If I pull out a 20-foot salmon, the biggest goddamn salmon anyone's ever seen, and somebody fishes a goldfish, those shouldn't count as the same thing. You both those went fishing and you both caught fish. Yeah. 
And and Nick has brought up an interesting point. He said, what about the rare wipe free shits? You still oh. had to wipe. You still had to wipe, so it counts. You still had to see what was on the... Uh... Yeah, it does count. Why Why is everything... A reg- why is everything on this podcast we need to find the regulation version of it what is that <laughs> well it's just because if a benchmark. Jeff no if Jeff is saying I'm shitting four times a day which two is to four, really high two to four two to four I've shit twice today already and I don't think I'm done <laughs> see that's a lot to me in my head it can't be what I would consider the average shit I can't in my I can't wrap my head around you're taking four average shits a day Oh, yeah, I mean, not all shits are created equal, but they're all shits. That's what I'm saying. So I'm just making sure I wanted more of a clarification than an argument. Not every, not every shit is a grand slam. Not every shit is a home run. <laughs> a lot of shits are doubles and singles. I have a lot of doubles. <laughs> I have a lot of doubles in my life. I have a lot of, like, I'm in scoring position. I got an extra base. Uh, it's good for the team. I haven't scored, but it's way better than a bunt or a single. You know, maybe I advanced the runner if there was somebody on. Maybe I, maybe I scored a run. I don't know. So what would the gla- what would the grand slam be? <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to know. I think it's probably whatever happened to Andrew that day when he almost shit on a tree or at the mall or whatever. No, you know what I think? I honestly I think the grand slam is because you feel good about yourself when it's a grand slam. It is a giant shit that requires no wipe at all. That's have, the grand slam. I haven't had you a can grand just get slam up and go. Very long time. Love a good grand slam. Miralax does not allow for grand slams. Yeah, it's rare. I, I don't get a lot of grand slams in Austin. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the water. The, the chat is going very gross <laughs> right now. What what's the uh, the knob update? Uh yeah, well I have a knob uh, update. <laughs> knob. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now the, the I'd like the, to preface this by the way with I'm going to annoy you uh in this conversation that we're about to have. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? You're going to get annoyed. <laughs> I uh, okay. Uh so, here's the knob update. I had the 100 baseball bats, full-size baseball bats, right? Uh, and I had 900 uh, pre-made knobs. And then I, uh, oh, eventually, I got 1,100 metal tags, numbers 1 through 100 twice. Everything I needed. I began last Thursday or Friday. Uh, <laughs> I got the old, I got my chop saw that I bought. I set it all up in my backyard. And uh, Saturday and Sunday, I want to say I spent about seven hours each day. I'm very tan now. Uh, spent seven hours on Saturday and probably seven hours on Sunday cutting, cutting knobs. I did 102 bats. All 102 bats are knobless. I then had to take the cut knobs, which were imperfect, uh, and sand them down with like a little, uh, like a little Black & Decker mouse sander. And then I sanded the knob, the bat end, because that was fucked up as well. And I just wanted it to be nice and symmetrical. So I cut 102 knobs. I sanded 102 knobs, and then I sanded 102 uh, uh, bat ends. That was my entire weekend. That was probably 25 hours of work or something uh, over the course of the weekend. Although I got to say, way fucking better and way more enjoyable and way more fun to do than burning those fucking uh, numbers into those tiny bats. That was way less work, but way shittier work. I enjoyed every second of playing with the power tools this weekend. Uh, when I finished that, I then affixed the little metal uh, serial numbers to the knobs that I created and then f- affixed the other ones to the uh, knobless bats so they had matches. I have since given those to, to Rooshteeth. They have them. They're in Rooshteeth's possession. So I no longer have 102 bats in my house. What I do still have is 900 bat knobs, which, holy shit, 900 is such a bigger number than 100. 
it is going to take me the rest of my fucking life to do oh. to uh, to put <laughs> these tags on these on these pre-made bat knobs. I think I've done about since Monday. I think I've done about four hundred and fifty. So I'm about halfway. I've, I've seen the I've seen some of the pictures. I've seen. I, I will say the quality of work, excellent. They Thank they you. look professionally done. I think that they. I think and I think the audience, the comment leavers, or the the purchasers will be very surprised and pleased with the level of quality. I do. I put a lot of love and effort into it. But here's the problem: <sighs> that they're, they're all the wrong size. Every single one of them. <laughs> they're they're all wrong. You you. We had this conversation. There was size one. There was size two. And there was size three. We agreed that size one was like a, a button mm-hmm. and size three was ridiculous. It's like mm-hmm. half the handle. Size two, the perfect knob. You've made a- every single one in size three. Okay. Here's my rebuttal to that. Okay. <clears throat> First off, one, fuck you. Two, uh, <laughs> I, I measured and made them the same size as all of the pre-made bat knobs. So they would be uniform. So don't blame me. Blame the 900 bat knobs that I had to match. I mean, it would have been, obviously, all 900 are the wrong size. It would have been a good opportunity to make 100 of the correct size that could have been, like, you know, the special ones. Because they're you the actual. You can <laughs> suck the poop out of my butthole. <laughs> That's Which what one? you can do. The third one of the day? The fourth one? Which one? I just... <laughs> any, any of my yeah, four, any of the, the four poos, the or all four, I don't care. Uh, I, I'm pooping pretty regularly throughout the day, so anytime you want to come over, I'm probably within an hour of a poop. You little bitch. Did you not think when you saw all of the uh, like <laughs> half-handle ones? Look, this is the size it is. I'm not gonna go and I'm not gonna go and cut down the 900. I'm just gonna make the hundred the same size. And by the way, wait, dickhead, you know where I live. You can get the shit's been in my house so much. Feel free to come over and help out at any point, whenever you fucking want to. I'm I'm happy to help. I'm just saying we got to sand down nine hundred no, knobs they're to perfect. the right size. No, we don't. What do you they're mean they're fine? <laughs> what do you mean? They're fine. And they're too long. They're, how, how long are they? How long are they? The knob should be. I don't about know. Hold, hold on. Hold on. It hold be on. To be hold stuck on. on a cabinet. Hold on, and I'll find out because I ha- I'll just gotta go find a fucking knob and then I'll measure it. Continue <laughs> to cut. Continue to converse. And oh, by the way, however long, whatever number I come back with. <sighs> Right, if it's three inches or seven inches or whatever, just so you know, whatever that number is, is the correct fucking number for how big a bat knob should be as of this moment. It is now the regulation bat knob size. No matter what that number is, it is the regulation bat knob size that governs all bat knobs across the galaxy in perpetuity. I'll be right back. Andrew, you do remember the conversation we had, right? Where we had the three I, different sizes. You know what? I honestly don't, but I'm glad you do because this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, you do, Eric. You do, yeah. right? Oh no, I I I, re- I remember. I appreciate what number you saying did we, that this what is number going did we to sell annoy him because this. I remember is, it happened. I don't remember the. Oh decision. no, I, I I remember. I just don't remember what length. I know it was like the middle where it wasn't the button and it wasn't like half the bat. But like yeah. just before Jeff gets back, what number are you happy with? Do you? Think? I would. I would want like between one and one and a half okay. to be the actual okay. knobs. Anything. I'm, anything that's. That right. makes it longer than that uh-huh. <laughs> to the point where it is long and not like a like a cube. Right. Is, I is will too say long. I will say you saying one to one and a half. It, it makes me so thrilled for whatever Jeff is going to come back with, because well, I mean, you can see <laughs> you can see no from way. the pictures. They're going to be about three inches at least. Also, are, are you- <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Andrew? 
Are you saying that we're selling handles and not we're selling, we're not selling knobs? We had the whole conversation. We ended up deciding between a button, a knob, and a handle. He's made a thousand okay. handles. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Okay, do you, okay. We put this to a public vote, didn't we? I measured. Do you want just the hand, the knob, like the part that comes off the knob is what I measured, not the knob itself, right? Like the Wait, part. Wait, I like well, it in Dinklage's as well, very specifically. <laughs> well, someone find first. Someone find the the public poll we did. Wait, what are you measuring, Jeff? <laughs> it's about an inch and a half. Oh, but oh, but wait, what? That is without. No, I'm kidding. I, I've been listening to this whole thing. It's three. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> that's how fucking big. That's how big Tony and the merch department made it. So well, that's how big the it wrong is. Size. We did it. Well, hey, how about this, dickhead? Show up at any of the face merch meetings and make your opinion heard. We have them every two weeks. You're always invited. You've showed up to zero merch meetings. We didn't need a merch meeting. The, the comment leavers voted. You did it on Instagram. The comment leavers don't make the bat knobs. The merch department does. They buy them. <sighs> oh, man. I had a completely different issue that I thought it was unrelated. I'm so happy oh, that you, yours is this. Have you got a different I, issue with that? I do have Oh, I can't wait for you. What's Let's your go. different issue? Well, so we're only selling the knobs, right? Like we're selling no, I the think, knobs. I don't. I don't know what we're selling to this point. I, I, okay. We, I, was... I don't know. Well, I was thinking. I was talking about this with Emily the other night. I was thinking we should sell the the so the the nine hundred knobs will sell as <laughs> knobs, right? But the other, yeah. the one hundred two, uh, I think those should be blind item. You're buying one or the other, and you don't know. It's a fifty fifty chance. Do I get the knob or do I get the knob end or the the the, the bat end? Oh, like a bit of a knob blind like box. Like a blind box, like a blind that box. Was, that was my issue. I'm going to put, this is a terrible, it's the only one that I could find, and it's, it's largely obstructed. It's from our most recent break shit stream. You're holding the bat up. Our logo is on the end of the bat, and then you cut <laughs> off the bottom part. So I was curious, what, why did we put a logo on the end of the bat if well, we weren't going to sell it? Feel like like we're this discussion. I feel like we've had that discussion multiple times. There's nothing we can do I about it I just have now. no idea what's going on. Also, the no cereal, clue. I will say this, because, you know, we all shared and, and agreed that that was ludicrous. But the uh, I will say that, in my mind, that was solved because when I started putting the serial numbers on, I realized that the serial numbers say face on them. So... It is technically labeled on the other end. Sure. Good to know. That was just, that was mine. I wasn't sure if we were going to sell like what we were doing with the other half. I thought we were selling full bats and knobs. Mm -mm. Not that we were just doing knobs and mm -mm. then the half bat. How are we mm -mm. still having this particular <laughs> conversation? About, I don't know. What are we selling? This is incredible. Hey, Jeff. Yeah. What, do, you, uh, do you like producing? Are you having a good time? Because this is what it is all the time for every show. <laughs> it's the best. I feel like I do feel very, because uh, obviously I wasn't in the meetings. I haven't helped in any way and I'm still annoyed by it. So I feel like, you know, maybe I'm the asshole in this situation. But, but I'm pretty sure they should all have been size number two. Pretty sure about uh, that. Well, uh, you know, for the record, I wanted size number one and I acquiesced to two. And if they ended up as three, I don't give a fuck, dude. I, I, wanted, I voted for one. I don't want uh, to, I just wanted it to be a fucking... I just wanted to be a knob. I didn't want any end on it. Y'all are the ones that fought for the ends. No, I like the knob. I'm a fan of the knob. The reason this is perfect, though, is that it's been completely faced again. And this is the perfect product. Here's what I'm looking forward to. We're selling handles. We sell. So we sell these fucking we sell these items, right? We started with the 50 bats, mini bats. Then we've gotten to the knobs. Now we've got the hundred 
uh, self-cut, and then the 900. So the next order is going to be, I think, probably at least 10,000 knobs. And I'm going <laughs> to... You know what? I'm going to take a backseat, and I'm going to let you do those, Gav. You have... Uh, you're very opinionated on knob size, on shaft length. And instead of, instead of fighting against the tide and getting it wrong every time and then being a huge embarrassment to the company and the podcast, I'm going to take a step back, and when we do the run of 10,000... I'm going to let you cut them all, and then we'll know they're going to be done to Gavin's exacting standards, which I think uh, makes sense to me. Can I borrow your tools? Absolutely. Ooh. Okay. Right. I, I feel like, Gavin, you said that you feel like you're the asshole in this process. <clears throat> I think that's been the constant throughout this. All you've done <laughs> is cause chaos. I remember like three months ago, it feels like, Eric, Jeff, and I were in a merch meeting. We settled all of this. It all made sense. For the first time, it clicked. Then we recorded like 30 minutes later, and you asked three questions and made arguments that we couldn't counter. Where you just like, you threw a fucking wrench into everything. You weren't there. You just, all you've done is cause chaos in this process. I feel like I was asking good questions. Maybe you should ask them at the meetings. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think anybody's saying your questions are bad. I think that maybe they were just asked at the wrong place at the wrong yep. time. Well, just have the meetings on Slack and I can read them and reply to them. A meeting is, that's extreme. A meeting about a bat knob? Mental. There's so much. Ugh. There's so much that is not, that. there's so much discussed in those meetings that we go, oh, and this, oh, and this. <laughs> yeah, it is no joke, dude. There's a lot of ground that gets covered in those meetings for sure. Like the new jet ski merchandise that we should talk about at some oh, point. Oh, we didn't even talk about our jet ski adventure. We'll have to talk about it next episode. All right. I can't, I'm so. really excited to get a bat handle. I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah? I hope you... I, I feel I like you're overselling the handle now. I feel like you feel bad. I hope you quick quickly on the, quickly on the store when they go for sale because they're going to go fast and I don't have any extras to give you so you can buy one like the rest of them. Oh, I didn't get a special one? That's fair. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I didn't make special it. ones this time. Okay. I did. I made, I made two special ones, but they're not for y'all. I made... Because we had 100 and then there were more bats. And I thought, just in case I miscounted, because uh, I was numbering them as I went. I was like, just, as, in, just in case I miscounted, uh, let me do two extra ones. And then, I, and then I'll just affix numbers to them. But then I realized there was only, there's only one 101 and one 102. So I hand wrote those. Uh, so those are the, the two special ones. And I signed them. Is there such thing as a saw that has sandpaper on the circular bit? It like saws oh, and sands. Saws and sands. That is a great invention if it doesn't exist. And you should patent it. Okay. We could sell it, and then I'll complain it's the wrong size. Should we, <laughs> should we stop talking so that we can start talking again yeah. very quickly? Yeah. We need to All continue. right. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of... I have no idea what episode this was. Do you guys know? 67. Jesus Christ. All right. Episode oh, 67. Uh, if you like face, uh, or even if you're just okay with face... Uh, maybe buy some face merchandise at store.roosterteeth.com or just go to roosterteeth.com and oh, click on the store link. We'll have bat knobs. We have waffle bombs. We have uh, fuck buttons. We have child <laughs> kicker merch. There's all kinds of dumb shit you could buy. There you go. You could buy. Also, we have a YouTube channel that has cool stuff like my bike trick on it that you can check out. Uh, Dude, so phenomenally well. I've got like 70,000 views or something. It's doing great. Yeah. Wait, till, your trick. wait till we drop the next mixtape. We should end this with a, a magic trick. Jeff, think of a number between 1 and 60. Really quick. Just think of one. Tell me when you have it. Okay, I got it. Okay. 19. Are you serious? Yeah. What number did you say? 19.
You, you're breaking up. You said one nine, 19, right? Yes. No yes. way. Check no I, fucking way. No fucking way. Yeah. Are you Wait. taking the piss? This is bullshit. No way. Wait. Do you know why I'll I picked? I'll take a photo I'll right now. I'll very, very clearly tell you why I picked 19, because my birthday. No. This is, my, no. This is June 19th, did so you I immediately that? wrote 19 no, down. This I actually, plan. I... I planned no. the opposite. I wanted to keep doing it for as long as annoyingly possible, expecting it to never hit. <laughs> I literally read it in the Discord half a second before you said it. Me too. Me too. Here we go. This isn't real. No. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are, the what are the odds? I have one in, no, one in 60. Yeah. I have no. <laughs> <laughs> We actually I have, don't know. I don't know how many balls are in the machine. <laughs> one, we, don't, I, we truly don't know in, the odds. One in 50-something, probably. I have no idea how that happened or what that means, but it can only be... <laughs> it can only portend positive things going forward. It's got to be good <laughs> luck, show right? so stupid. <laughs> we, you know, we should sell... Oh, my God. We should sell number 19 ping-pong balls, and we all autograph them. <laughs> Lucky 19 ping-pong balls. That's our next uh, thing. Okay, Ooh. wrap it up. Goodbye. Thank yeah, you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey. Thank you. That'll be the size of a tennis ball. <laughs> <laughs>